Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Click 15 with Pastor Scott. Hope y'all are doing well today. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Pastor Scott. Good evening, Pastor. Good evening, Good evening, church family. Good evening. Good evening, Pastor. Good evening. I pray everybody is doing fine. It is 8.15, and uh, we want to go ahead and get started as far as tonight's prayer call is concerned. I am certainly delighted and elated for all of you all who have joined us this evening. Um, I'm looking at at least 51 portals. I pray that you all had a wonderful and a blessed Thanksgiving um, uh, last week, and that uh, you ate until your heart was content, and you're now running it off. Amen. Amen. We got to work some stuff off, don't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not just Thanksgiving oh, either. Not just Thanksgiving. Not just Thanksgiving. No, <laughs> not just Thanksgiving. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Well, again, thank you all for uh, uh, joining us as far as tonight's sharing is concerned. And, and uh, we look forward to what the Lord is going to do. Uh, as far as our time together. And um, the devotional I want to share with you all tonight is, is going to be very interesting. Um, um, and, and, and it's really focused on how do you stop fights with humility and grace? How to stop fights with humility and grace? Uh, Uh, one of the things that I want to start off tonight's uh, devotional call with is uh, a moment of transparency. And that moment of transparency deals with the fact that uh, there are times when your pastor can be a little prideful. Well, maybe may not even a little, maybe a lot for some. Um, uh, I, I'll be honest that there have been times when, when I... Um, uh, I've moved in pride rather than in humility and, and grace. And I confess that because there may be others that if you're honest, even when you love somebody dearly, there's a good chance they get on your nerves. And it's often because of our pride. For instance, have you ever been so prideful that you were unwilling to compromise, that it had to be your way or the highway? Uh, even though you know you should have compromised and been just a little? Have you ever been in an argument with your spouse or a dear friend or maybe somebody at church and you knew you were wrong, wrong as two left feet, but you couldn't admit it because of your pride? I'll be honest. I've been there more times than I want to admit. And that's why we have, at times, conflict in our lives. There's a scripture I want to share with you all tonight, and it comes from James chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, and it reads something like this. God is against the proud, but gives grace to the humble. 
So give yourselves completely to God. Let me say that again. God is against the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Uh, therefore, check this out. Give yourselves completely to God. Um, the New King James Version puts it like this. But he gives more grace. Therefore, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. God declares war on our ego, our arrogance, our selfishness, and our pride. And anytime we allow for pride to rear its ugly head in our lives, we wind up opposing God. Now, I'm not talking about pride in the sense of you trying to take care of yourself and look good and, and, and do great things. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about pride in the sense where you really think that you don't need God's grace and mercy operating in your life. God doesn't look at pride and just say, oh, you're being petty. God openly opposes people who are very prideful. As a matter of fact, God declares war on our ego. And someone said that the acronym for ego, E-G-O, is edging God out. I don't know if any of you all have noticed it, but I know I have. God has a, a sovereign way of deflating our egos. And it's very dangerous when you oppose God. When you and I are on a collision with the creator of the cosmos, uh, guess what? You're going to lose that wreck. If and when pride causes fights and arguments, oftentimes humility can prevent that. Every time you humble yourself, you can get along better with your spouse, your children, friends, employees, church members, neighbors, and others. James 4 says, God gives grace to the humble. Grace, God's unmerited favor. Grace gives us the power to change. If you want to stop the fighting in your life, you need grace. And there's one way that you and I can always, always get that grace, and that's being humble. James says it very plainly and clear. God resists the proud, the puffed up, the arrogant, but gives grace to those that are humble, to those that are meek. And remember, my brothers and sisters, meekness does not mean weakness. As a matter of fact, it takes a very strong person to be meek. Humble yourselves and then give yourselves completely to God. That's why James says, resist the devil and he will flee. The only way you can resist the devil is you give yourself to God. You surrender everything to God, including your ego and your pride. You humble yourself before God, 
so you can experience freedoms from fights, conflict, quarrels, and a whole lot of arguments. Because guess what? And here's the deal. When you humble yourself and you submit yourself to God and you resist the devil and he flees from you, then basically when folks start coming and acting crazy, God humbles you in such a way that God would just let you walk away from them and they look like a fool trying to argue and fight with you. You all say you needed to hear it. I just need to be reminded of it. I just need to be reminded of it. Well, um, as we prepare for the season of Advent and go uh, to the Lord in uh, prayer tonight, um, if you would share your prayer concerns uh, on this evening. If you have any prayer concerns, if you would share them at this time. We want to continue to lift up, <coughs> excuse me, our pastor emeritus, Dr. Drummond and his wife. Um, we want to continue to lift up Brother Simpson, and we want to continue to lift up the family of Louise Moore. Uh, Louise Baby Simpson will be funeralized on this Saturday, uh, quiet hour at 11 a.m. service at noon. And if you have any other prayer concerns, would you share them at this time? Mrs. Willie Brown, Mrs. Willie Louise Brown, Monica Okay. The family. 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 She's a staff at Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All the students everywhere. All right. Yes. 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 God, we come to you tonight with our hearts filled with praise and thanksgiving for who you are and how you manifested yourself in our world by sending your son, Jesus Christ. In this season of Advent, we're reminded that there is a first Advent uh, where Jesus came as a baby. There is a second Advent where he will return as conquering king. 
But I read in a devotional the other day that there's a middle advent between the first and second from the new dean at Duke Divinity School, and that advent is the middle advent where we receive the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, dwelling inside of us. And Lord, on tonight, that spirit helps us to, when we listen to it, put our ego and our pride in check. It makes the shift from negative pride to positive pride that's linked with humility and grace. You give us comfort right now. You help us with this promise. You deliver us from our distress. And right now, God, we pray that you will empower us to be bright lights shining in dark and dismal spaces. We pray, God, that you will protect us and bless us. We pray, God, that your spirit will be manifested in us in such a way that we will carry out your will. God, you've heard the prayer concerns of your daughters and sons on tonight. And Lord, you even know the ones that weren't spoken. Would you move in those places and spaces right now? Touch at 828 on this Wednesday night those persons that we have lifted up in prayer. Let them feel something at this moment where they will know that Lord, something is happening in the spiritual realm where we are being blessed by your grace and mercy. Lord, we pray that you will forgive us of our manifold sins, sins in word, deed, and action, sin in, of commission and omission. And Lord, we pray that we will continue to be better on tomorrow than we were even today. Lord, there are people who need your comfort because of death. There are people who need your healing because of sickness. There are people who need your company because of loneliness. There are people who need your wisdom because of problems and perplexities. There are people, oh God, who need your mercy because they feel worthless. And there are people who need your grace because they feel like nobody loves them. Move right now, oh God as only you can, and have your way, O oh God, as only you can. In the name of your Son, Jesus, we praise you, we thank you, we magnify your name, and we give you glory and honor. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. Thank you so much, Pastor. Thank you so much, Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Have a blessed night.